Welcome to the Inrooted Podcast, the landowner podcast to empower you with inspiration, new perspectives, and quick tips for your forest management and land ownership journey. So you may have noticed we skipped last Wednesday, and that's because it was my middle daughter's birthday. She is officially four, and we only have one more toddler left. And if you're not familiar with me, I have three kids, one five-and-a-half-year-old, one now newly four-year-old, and one two-year-old. And so it's just utter chaos at all, all the time. But on their birthdays, they have their own birthday party, of course, with their friends, but on their actual birthday day, we try really hard to let them kind of cultivate what they want to do and pick the plans and really just create this atmosphere celebrating everything about them. It's usually nothing crazy, nothing big. We don't do the whole decorating of the entire house. I just don't have the mental bandwidth to do that year after year and commit to it for all three kids especially. Um, but we do try to make it special. So something as simple as her completely deciding what she wants to eat for breakfast to picking out what we're going to do for the day. And so for her birthday, she said she wanted to go to the beach with some of her friends, which also happens to be my coworker. If you're unfamiliar with our director of operations, Miss Vic, she has two kids, my same age of my kids as well. She wanted to go to the beach with them, have a great time, go to the playground perhaps, and then eat at a particular restaurant on St. Simon's Island for dinner. So, you know, pretty easy. Pack up the, the lunchbox for the beach, kind of plan out to just be chill, hang out there all day long. Well, it was cloudy. It was rainy. I don't know what type of storm system was in, but Wednesday was just one of the worst days it could possibly be without actually physically raining on us all day long. The winds were about 15 to 20 mile hours, um, up to, I think, probably even 25 miles per hour gusts, especially there on the beach. It was just ridiculously windy. Plus being overcast, therefore it wasn't that warm out. It was like a high of 72 degrees, I think. And so being in the water, it was really, really cold. So what had been planned to be a most of the day laying out, relaxing, fun-filled day in the sun at the beach turned out to be maybe an hour or so before everyone's lips turned blue, they were all cold, they were tired of chasing their toys and they just kind of wanted to get warmed. So we had to go home, got them warmed up in the shower and change and so forth. Um, we did do a playground, a different playground than what she originally wanted because it was raining pretty hard in different areas. So why am I telling you about my daughter's birthday day? What does that have to do with anything? Well, it brings to mind about plans, how we always make plans or we aim to sometimes like try to cultivate this picture perfect day or event or process and you know for a birthday you want to do the best things you can do and make it the most exciting and and you know give her the best day possible especially for someone as young as her that just has this world of imagination i wanted to give her the best day possible but none of our plans worked out and it's just funny how sometimes the more you try to plan every single detail, the more it's not actually going to happen. And there were several things that came to my mind. Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Jeremiah 29, 11, which is a very common scripture verse that is quoted when talking about plans. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. 
Now, just in those two things alone, you know, the fact that we create all of these plans in our hearts, but it's not always going to come to be. And even when it seems like it's all going wrong, it is comforting to know that God has these plans for us to use for good, for us to have for hope, for prosperity, to help bring honor and glory to him and to ourselves, whether we understand it or not. And so something could have been, you know, completely devastating. The fact that we really wanted to spend the day at the beach, but it was cloudy and windy and cold, and we weren't able to spend that much time. We could have taken a very negative mindset and dwelled in this on the woe is me. I'm not able to get this perfect beach day on my birthday. Why? Why can't I get this perfect day? Why can't we have these amazing events? Or perhaps better yet, it's... Well, of course it is. It's just my luck. How often have we said this in our own lives? It's just my luck. And so we're going to bring this back to land management. When it comes to your land management, your forest management, I always encourage you to have forest management plans. And if you're working with a forester, whether it's your county forester through your forestry agency or it's a consultant forester, you are getting plans. You are getting preferably written plans to help you follow and know step by step what needs to happen and what exactly is going to happen, whether it is for reforestation, burning, timber harvesting, whatever. Um, It can be as simple as even perhaps doing food plots. You know, where are these food plots going to be? When are we going to plant them? What are we going to be planting at what uh, seed mix level? And I, I clearly, I don't know much about food plots. Um, but nevertheless, we have all of these plans that we aim to strive out and do. But I think I've said before on this podcast, and if I have it on this podcast, I know I have on a ton of my social media posts, in my content, in my blogs, nothing ever goes according to plan. You get plan A as a guide. It's not a set in stone set of rules. You have to follow these to the T or it's not going to work out. It's a guide. It's a guide that you want to strive to do. This is the best case scenario. These are everything we want to try to achieve. And you need this guide to better understand what steps you need to follow, how you need to take your steps one in front of the other to help you stay on the right path. Because otherwise, you're probably floundering around not even knowing where to start, how to go about it, who to call, when to do it. You have no idea. So your plan is a guide for you to follow. But you need to have a loose grip on that guide because by the time you're actually ready to start moving forward, you're going to get a curveball. You're going to get a windstorm. You're going to get a rainstorm. You're going to get three inches of flooding, whatever it may be. It's going to change your plans. And you can take two approaches to it. You can say, woe is me. This is never going to work. How can I move forward and do anything? This is the worst thing possible. Or you can adapt. You can change. You can say, this isn't going to work this way. What is plan B and what is plan C? How are we going to adapt? We still need this guide of this is what we're aiming and are trying to accomplish. This is where we're trying to go. But now we have to adapt and do a few changes. Maybe we're not able to do this timber harvesting right now and we have to postpone it a few months. What does that change 
for everything else? How does that impact the rest of our management? Maybe we're not able to actually get the chemical herbicide out because of lack of contractors or um, lack of getting on their schedule, or perhaps the weather was never appropriate for your particular stand for them to come out and actually do any spraying. And that's probably especially true for burning because burning is so particular. You have such a small window to begin with. So then you have to decide, do we postpone absolutely everything or do we omit and adapt and decide how are we going to move forward? And so that brings to mind a couple other verses that hopefully will give you inspiration and motivation if you're in a season of adaption. Proverbs 16.3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Now, I really like this one because it doesn't necessarily say whose plans. I mean, it says your plans. But it's not necessarily going to be our plans our way. It is going to be our plans that the Lord and God has us to do. And so when it comes to our land, we may not understand why we're not able to get this prescribed burning done right now or this herbicide. But in the grand scheme of things, I have learned (laughs) to stop trying to push through, to stop trying to figure out why. And that if things aren't working out for whatever reason, there is a reason for it. And it is ultimately for the better. Because when I take the reins and force something to happen, it never goes that well. And it brings me to Proverbs 21.5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. And it is in both of these cases that when you plan diligently, when you look at your plans and have your guides and work within those time frames, within that, that wise counsel of judgment that you've been doing, instead of hastily trying to change and adapt or, or move forward and push through, it just never works out. We have to have plans, but we have to also recognize that the best laid out plans usually won't go according to our desires because there is always something that is going to be a curveball. So this is my my question and challenge for you. Are you trying to move forward with all your forest management without any, any plans, without any guidelines? Are you just kind of bouncing in the wind, going to and fro and constantly feeling confused and overwhelmed and anxious? Or have you been trying to stick so strictly within your plans? And then when they don't go according to to the way you expected them, when things have to be changed and adapted, how do you react to those situations? And if you're brand new to this, hopefully you will not become surprised and overwhelmed when you get to that point where you realize things aren't going to work out the way you had always imagined. Now, it is always worth it. I will say that. I don't want you to feel so discouraged. You're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to do all of this work and nothing's going to go according to plan. That's true. Nothing ever goes. But I can promise you it is always worth it. It may not be the exact steps you expected to get to that vision, to get to that purpose. Because it does also come down to your purpose of why. So let me bring it back to my daughter's birthday. Ultimately, all that mattered was that we were celebrating her, helping her have the best birthday and realize her amazing opportunities. Whether we spent the whole day at the beach or we spent an hour at the beach, all that mattered was that we celebrated her. And so for you, bring it back to your why. Why are you managing this? What goals are you aiming to move forward to? And if all of a sudden you get a big windy storm, is that going to deter you completely off tracks to stop moving to that direction? 
Or are you simply going to adapt and realize maybe this isn't the exact journey that we expected it to be on, but we are still moving forward in the right season for the right purpose to the right goals. That's for you to reflect on this week. Until next time.